15 seconds of relaxation before very loud talking. Hey, I'm Katie. Hi, I'm Annika. Welcome back to the Peter Rabbit Hole. An hour-long podcast where we discuss a eight to nine minute book this time. We've missed you. Yeah. Have you missed us? In real time, it's been about six weeks since we've recorded this podcast, so we're glad you're still here. If you just stumbled on to our podcast and the person who downloaded eight episodes three days ago, welcome. welcome. We're not sure how you found us. (laughs) But we're glad you're here. This week, (laughs) we have forgotten what we're doing entirely, so Uh, buckle up. Sorry, friends. I was going to say it's a rocky one, but like that that's what we do. It's always yeah, right. a rocky one. But this week, what are we reading, Annika? This week we're reading The Girl Who Wouldn't Brush Her Hair by Kate Bernheimer and Jake Parker. Fun facts. Indeed. So double header with um, both a separate author and illustrator. Indeed. Oh, here's a weird question. Do you actually have a preference whether it's the same or when they're two? I don't. I think I think a lot of my favorites are author illustrators. I think my Because you get a little bit more control or like there's more I feel like you get a little more personality bumps in there. Yeah. Just a little bit where you get to be like, I'm doing a fun thing for me. And I'm here's my cool bit. But when you do separate, you get interesting like collaboration stuff. Like with the Dream Dog. Yes. Where the art just, just goes, goes on a whole it. adventure as the words are like, very good, but Could not... have been drawn with a completely different yeah. book and feeling. Exactly. So. Wonderful marriage, though. So good. All right. Kate Bernheimer. Her Wikipedia page lists her as a fairy tale writer. Interesting. I thought so. Her first three books were a trilogy based on Russian, German, and Yiddish fairy tales. I am very interested and would like to know more. I thought you might. <laughs> I think she's located in Arizona. She teaches at the University of Arizona on mm. fairy tale. Oh, cool. As an art form. Yeah. Yeah. This, that is almost a thing I studied in college. If you I could. If I done the, it, I mean, it takes some doing and it's like through a English yeah, yeah, program, yeah. a literature program, but there are a couple of programs that will let you sort of focus in on fairy tales and myths and like oh boy one day we uh we got every fairy telling book and was a bit more mod or not sorry modern a little less whitewash mm-hmm. no i still don't mm, a little less disney-fied mm. which is cool because she she's down for a bit of a yeah. creepy story but some of them were a little a little far it's hard when your kid's into creepy things and trying to manage how, How creepy is too creepy? Yeah. Nothing like being halfway through a story time and being like, I have <sighs> made a mistake. <laughs> Woo. Wow. Maybe now we should read more fun facts. More fun facts. Okay. <laughs> she teaches fairy tales at the university. Which is so cool. Isn't what it? a dream. I don't think it's her full-time job because I think she is busy mm-hmm. being the scholar of fairy tales. Mm-hmm. And this was super cool. And we'll link to it on the website. When we get there, Annika's only allowed to have rubber sippy cups for next time. The clangiest metal drinking cup. Ah, she 
is the co-founder and co-editor along with her brother, Andrew, on The Fairy Tale Architecture, a journal. It's an online journal, Mm -mm. I think. He's an architect. Oh. And I'm paraphrasing the description here, but architects select favorite fairy tales and produce concept work exploring the connection between domestic structures and fairy tales and the imaginative realm of architecture. (gasps) Yup. Oh, dang. Wow. And had I not definitely been doing these in a very quick hurry, I was like, oh, I think I could fall down hard through this rabbit hole. That sounds entirely relevant to my interests. Oh, no. Yep. Link on the website. Yes. Possibly also an Instagram link if they've got those. Yes. Here's hoping. It was, it's pretty involved. Yeah. Yeah. I think she's having super cool. A great time being the authority on fairy tales. All right. So that's, Kate, and yes. then Jake Parker. Yeah. Is it a little funny? They're Kate and Jake. It just <laughs> sounds... They do go together. Talk about a gentleman of all all trades yeah. that have to do with making a, sh- you know... Making a shape. Making a shape. <laughs> <laughs> His Wikipedia page lists him as short story creator, concept artist, illustrator, animator... And then at a time, he worked as a graphic designer, museum exhibit designer, and a video game designer. Ah. Would you like to know? Freelance artist may have been the faster way to put that. (laughs) But that's very cool. I still feel like that's a pretty... That's a very diverse set of make a shape. Oh. Would you like to know how he prepared himself for this diverse career? He dropped out of community college. Yes. (laughs) To go work as a... Set designer for Blue Sky Studio, who does a lot of animation. They're one of those... <laughs> Annika's so mad. I'm making a grumpy face, because that's very exciting, and I am glad for him and his success, but dang. <laughs> yeah, as I was, like, skimming, I'm like, talk Wait about a, a Cinderella story. Wait a minute. I, my only assumption is he just got hustled. Presumably, he was doing very well in college, yeah. and someone was like, "Oh, you could, I could pay you for this instead right. of you paying someone else for this." And he said, "Yes, please sign me up." Uh, they North Carolina School for the Arts couldn't get anyone to graduate their anim their anim uh, animatronics. Yes, program because Cirque kept hiring everyone before they could finish, <laughs> and finally they had to have a conversation with Cirque. Was like, "You're killing our numbers with the state." Just let Please them finish. Please let them graduate. That's amazing. He is from Mesa, Arizona, which okay. I thought was an odd little thing. Doesn't yeah. live there now. Uh-huh. When he dropped right. out of college, he went on to work at the Fox Animation Studio. Oh, no big deal. Yeah. And then went uh-huh. and did, did, did it. Now he teaches at BYU, teaches okay. illustration. None of these things are why I love him and got super excited. This is why I got super excited about him. He started Inked- Inktober. Oh, and Art Drop Day. Oh, goodness. Yes. Two of my favorite, like, online art community things. If you're not familiar with Inktober, I can say it. Inktober. Yeah. Look at me. You did it right. All, Actually, every time. Don't look at me. Listen to me. <laughs> Unless you've subscribed to our Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, For, like, the one new person listening. There's no, no Patreon. Patreon. <laughs> Yet. One day. But it but sure then, is. Then we'll have to involve video cameras and no. we'll have to hire someone else to do it. No, so. it's not. Neither one of us enjoy 
be, I don't, no. I don't enjoy being videotaped. Absolutely not. So, uh, imagine. 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 <laughs> so, Inktober. Yeah. It is a, I'd largely say Instagram focused. Yeah, they do it on a bunch of things. Oh, There's sure. been some stuff though. Oh, has there? Yeah. He trademarked the name and yeah. that seemed like that probably got a little I'm dicey. A, yeah. I didn't. I'm sure Everyone there's articles is not I can read. super stoked about the trademarking of the Inktober. Inktober is a but. month of drawing and he creates prompts every day. And it's a great way to like connect with other illustrators yeah. and you're all kind of doing your own interpretation of the prompt. And it's a good way to like share yeah. and support. Maybe trademarking something, trademarking something that's community based. Feels a little iffy, but I can see how you would want to. You know, like, like having, having created something so huge yes. and exciting, I can see how you would want to have your name associated with it as a, like, I did, I did, it was me, you guys, I did it. Right. Because there was a little part of me, because this is sort of largely from Wikipedia, I was like, I didn't know someone could create yeah. Inktober. And part of me was like, I wonder if this is real. <laughs> no, I'm going to do it on the podcast anyway. Yeah. And Art Drop is super fun. It's where artists literally like hide their art in the in their town that one i love can you imagine just seeing a bench and suddenly like finding two postcards of like hand-drawn illustrations there's a, a ceramic artist who works Ooh. at the arvada center where i also work sometimes named john hamilton and he does the coolest stuff and Ooh. honestly you can find him on the instagram as well but he does a lot of his stuff is like rocket ships and space themed. Uh-huh. So you can get like rocket ship mugs and stuff. And they're, st- they're so good. Um, but he did art drop last year, maybe, and hit a bunch of ceramics around old town wow. Arvada and kept being like, did anyone find it? You have to post about it if you find it. Well, cause also you label it yeah. so that someone isn't like, Oh no, they've like, lost their mug. You're like, I found the prize. Yeah. It was very cool. I saw him doing it while I was in Montreal and I was like, but I want to be there and do the art drop. Right. Cause if you know people, they will occasionally like post like, Oh, I left a little something around this building. Yeah. Yeah. I, I want to participate in art drop. It's either side cool. of it. Uh, those were my yeah, fun facts. Those are fun facts. Nice. That was a much longer section than expected. Indeed. All right. Now it is time for a synopsis. And, and what is our synopsis? Well, this book is about a girl who is unnamed, as the, the title suggests, who will not brush her hair. And she's just decided one day uh, that hair brushing is for chumps, I guess. Um, she has very long hair. And she's decided that she does not like to brush her hair. And so she takes a bath and then she piles it all up on her head and then she goes to bed. And so her hair gets more and more tangled, but she claims that this is just her way. And so apparently her parents let her do it, which is, you know, here we are. Right. Look, you sometimes it's the answer. Yes. I, I get it. Sometimes you got bigger hills to die on. Yep. But one night, uh, she takes the towel off of her head in preparation for nighttime. And it turns out there is a small mouse who has decided to move into her hair castle. She thinks about it and she's like, Ooh, should I be scared of this mouse? But no, in fairy tales, mice are helpers, which makes that's a yep. cool connect. Aha. And so she lets the mouse move into her hair and she's cool. She also has a doll. She has a doll named baby 
who is very important. Baby has no hair. This is referred like to the most often. classic baby doll. Yeah, it's ever. a baby. It's the babyest baby doll. The next day, more mice move into her hair. I think it's over. It's over. It, they they just keep showing up. Yeah, maybe like a week's time. Yeah, because it's such a good place to live. We love this hairdo, and she's pretty cool with it. They tell knock knock jokes. They're very educated mice, and it's a fun time having mice in her hair. Uh, and so she takes them to school in her hair, and the other children are pretty impressed with it, but she starts to notice that maybe this isn't the best setup because her mother will not feed the mice, which is also reasonable. Pretty, yeah. Then the mice decide that they don't like bath time because they can't swim, which leads to her not bathing because she doesn't want to put out mice friends in her hair, and so she starts to smell. And this makes her realize that maybe this is not a great a great partnership that's happening right now. But she, she, she keeps on keeping on with all her mice friends until her teacher tells her that she cannot bring baby to school anymore for nap time because you're only allowed one friend and she has over 100 mice in her hair plus baby and this is a step too far. This is going to be a big talking point later. Absolutely. Boy, there are many things in this that are going to be bigger talking points than they are currently, but we're synopsizing. And so she calmly tells them that maybe it's time for them to leave. Maybe this isn't a great setup after all. And so they sing a little song of disappointment and they go away with a lot less conflict than you might anticipate. And then she's like, that was super great. I'm going to brush my hair now. And she does. And then everyone's impressed with her pigtails. Yep. The end. Yes. <laughs> synopsis. Art synopsis. Indeed. So the book, wait, do we yes. do our interpretation first or the book I don't first? Think so. I think we can tell them that okay. in the, in the liner notes, it says that the illustrations were rendered in pencil and colored digitally, which given his experience and makes a ton makes of sense. So much sense. And it's very, I feel like it's, it's very modern. Like it feels like a new kid's book. It's from 2013. Yes. Uh, and it, like, it doesn't feel, it's not like super cartooned and it's not, it, like it doesn't feel like it's trying to feel new, mm-hmm. but the style, I look at the style and I think this is not from my childhood. I think it's also one of those, so many kids cartoons suffered on with these oversized heads proportionate yeah. to the rest of the body. And this has that feel, mm-hmm. though not cartoonish. To be fair, it didn't really strike me until I was saying it. Yeah. But yeah, just... They, they don't have, like, the giant eyes that often go with the giant heads. Yeah, which I appreciate. Yeah. The way that the humans are stylized and the way that it goes... I don't know. It just... It feels like a new book to I me. I think you also get a lot of different perspectives on it. Mm. It feels more like a film... Shoot, because oh, instead of a true. lot of times it you get a like a straight on storyboarded, you get almost. a lot of over the shoulders yeah. from the from an angle. Mm-hmm. Uh, this what? also makes sense for an animator. Oh, good shading and detail. It also does a really good job of a strong focus, mm-hmm. despite having more full pages. Yeah, yeah. The a lot of the pages are very full of illustration, but you can always tell what you're looking at. Again, it just reminds me of like how you would shoot like a kids' mm-hmm. film. It's very well thought out. Yeah, it's like it's dynamic, but it's really clear. Mm-hmm. One thing I'm wondering about this: the whole book has a slight fuzzy feel. Yeah. And now knowing that the 
author focuses on fairy tales, mm-hmm. I have wondered a little times. It, there's a little slightly dreamlike quality yeah. to it, not with the magic, just in like the fuzziness. Yeah, it it, it all feels a, it's it's sort of soft focused. Yeah, we've put Vaseline on the lens. <laughs> In the nicest way possible. Yeah, I really prefer all of my film to have Vaseline on the front <laughs> of it. The ones that are like 4K are unsettling and I hate it. I hate when we do high def to an old movie. I'm like, it doesn't Love. want that. You're Make it stop. Also, you're screwing with the special effects. All right. Yeah. Yeah. That's the art. It's good. Then should we... Wait. Shelving notes. Shelving notes. These ones are pretty all right. Hair. Care. And hygiene. Fiction. fiction. Cleanliness, fiction, fiction. Mice. mice, fiction, and that's it. Yep, which is, I think, kind of does it. it. Yeah, this one feels. I mean, it feels a bit pedantic to do both hair care and hygiene and cleanliness, but they're not wrong. Yeah, and I don't know what else you would put in. I guess you could put in school, but you don't really mm. focus on being at school. It's just sort of circumstantial. That, that's, that's just where, where you are. Goes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just imagining the stranger would like go to the grocery store, fight with the mice, go to the library, fight with them. Like this bizarre thing of never, like we decide we're not going to school and then you're having to like create all of these like other oh, scenarios. No. When it's like, just go to school. Just go to school. It's fine. It's like going to the office. Yeah. Oh, but now that school. <laughs> if you're the one new listener, yes, these are the jokes I make. That is the reaction I like. You're welcome. All right. Let's talk about this book. Yeah. Oh, this is one of Avery's. Yes. I don't remember how we came by it. This may have been one of our our bookstores like, hey, do you want a free book? And I always go, yes. yes. Well, who would say no, really? Who Lots of people, no? apparently, but I, I don't I don't. I, don't I guess they should live their lives the way they choose. Indeed, they should. Fine. And we start off with a little picture of the girl. Mm-hmm. As you said. No name. No name. All we know is Baby. Whose name is Baby. I love this line. Her hair was wonderful. Bare brown and wavy. Which I always like. Yeah. That's such a kid way to describe color. It is. But also this whole like introductory paragraph. Because it, it does read as fairy, like fairy tale. tale. There once was, was a, girl. a girl. Who wouldn't brush her hair. Her hair was wonderful. Brown, bare brown and wavy. Like it feels... The girl also had a doll. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It feels very much like a fairy tale and a little, like the illustrations very much ground it in a time. Yes. But you could do these illustrations in like the 20s and you could do this illustration like in the oldie timey. Yeah, that generic. It's slightly medieval. Germany. Yeah. Yeah. Like you could put this. Oh, you absolutely could. And you really, I mean, the mm-hmm. old, until. Until you get to school, it would work. Right. Huh. Never. Which just occurred to me now that I know that she's into fairy tales. Yeah. Which is cool. And this is why we do fun facts. Exactly. Love a fun fact. Then we learn about the no hairbrushing. Well, and also she's got a routine though. Yeah. She goes, she she takes a bath every evening. She piles her hair up into a turban and pretends she's a queen. And it's a large turban. turban. There's a lot of hair, I guess, and a lot of towel, and a very strong neck. I, to be, as someone who has had waist-length hair and wound wet hair up into a towel, you, you develop some fine neck control, <laughs> and every once in a while, a horrendous crick in your neck. 
a friend's wedding. She was the first one of our friends that married like mm-hmm. three weeks after college graduation. Right. And my hair was hip length. And they piled it all up on my hair, which was fine, except they put it slightly off center. Oh, no. And so the whole time, I'm like actively having to keep my head square on my <laughs> shoulders. Because it was I'm so heavy. sorry. That's very funny. I also wore elbow length dyed to match gloves. Ah. You know, what you decisions you make when you're three weeks out of college and getting married. Yep. Oh. That's a good visual. Anyways. I got it somewhere. (laughs) Okay. So we pretend we're the queen. And then at bedtime, we unravel our turban, let our hair fall down in a tangled heap. No brushing. Nope. It's just my way. She explains to the grown-ups. Who we don't see their faces. You never see grown-ups' faces. There's a silhouette of them in the door. Yeah, but... Like, there's a sketch-in of their faces when, when the mouse is there. Oh, uh, there are, but it's super. It's, they're very out of focus. I love the parents' stance. Mom's got her arms folded, no. hips slightly out. Dad's hands on his hips. Yeah. You can tell exactly how mom and dad feel about this damn fight we have every night. And she's just having, she's just playing with baby. So smiling please. away. This is just what I'm doing. It's yeah. cool. This is not a fight. This no. is just a statement. It's my way. Yeah. As mentioned, it's Avery's story. At one point, she pulled the, it's my way. And I was like, no. No. Mm-mm. It is not. Now, I want, I would like to point out. Yes. That not everyone can or should brush their hair after they have taken a bath. Absolutely. This, this little hair, girl. And I appreciate, I had a minute where I was like, this is very white. Yeah. But then I was like, ooh, it's important that it's very white. Yes. <laughs> like. This is for a specific kind of hair interaction. Specifically, my own yes. white child who has very, very long hair that tangles so easily. And Spree when you have... the pigtails tonight. <laughs> we call them messy piggies. It's when she <laughs> sleeps in a braid and they're just wild and we just go with it. But when you yeah. have that texture hair yeah. and that long, you you got to keep it You just got to. Brush it. Oh, God. Yes. It's There's so a bad. reason that I spent my childhood with a mushroom cut. I want there to be a picture on the website. So bad. One of these days, it's coming. I promise I everyone. took a, I, I Didn't I send you a picture of me doing the pose with a mushroom cut? No, I think you held it up to the oh, camera. Oh, dang. I should have taken a picture. I'll get my dad to take a picture. That would be fantastic. Thank you. Yes. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, I had a minute on this page, mm-hmm. actually, where I was like, wait. This is not relevant to everyone's hair, but it's, never mind, it's very relevant to her hair. And I think part of it is, whether it's a fight about brushing your hair or not, there's something universal about, uh, there's the thing your kid just having, it's like, yes, you have to brush your teeth. You just have to. Yes, you have to put underwear on under your dress. Yes, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that same moment, you're like, fight 75 (laughs) of the last 100 days on this thing everyone does every day. So, yes. Yeah. I think it speaks. No, I don't think it's a... I had a minute yeah. on this page, which is the second, third page, where I was like, is this a problem I'm having? Right. And the answer was, absolutely not. It is not. <laughs> which is always really lovely, because I didn't want to have a problem. Like, sure. You, know, you don't want to be like, wow, this is a mistake you've made. Right. I, I now find this entire book, book 
off off putting and distressing, and it's not. It's great. Yeah. So, anyways, that's my my moment of you don't always have to brush your hair after you take a bath unless you have this hair and it's this long and you didn't brush it ahead of time (laughs) (laughs) and like braid it while it's wet or something. Oh, that is the thing to do. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) So then page four, she's laying in bed and we find a mouse who looks like he's just sort of emerged from her head. It seems to be in like a little knot. Yeah. Well, it, nest it, it kind found of the mouse had taken up residence in a particularly tangled place in her hair. Which, having dealt with tangled children's hair, I'm like, this is just like a big curl that we <laughs> lounge lazily yeah. upon. But I do appreciate how frizzy it is on the edge of the hair. Yeah. It does help get the point across. Yeah. And I like that it sort of like... You know, it's been a couple of days since she's brushed her hair at this point. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. But it gets significantly worse as the story goes on. Boy, does it. Yeah. And you'll notice, and I missed this the first few times, there's like three more mice. Yeah. Like staking out like, how's this going? Is going to work out? She going to scream? Right. Send, eh? send, send in the one scout. Yeah. And observe. This is also in, now knowing the authors. Yeah. There's a line that after she discovers a mice... Now, we all know that in books, people scream when they see a mouse and jump up on a chair. But the girl was in bed, and there were no chairs <laughs> nearby, which that Very sensible. Besides, she'd read enough fairy tales to remember that mice always turn out to be your helpers. Mm-hmm. Which, again, feels like we're reading a story of a much older, enchanted kind of yeah. land, opposed to this. But also, it's true. Mice, in fairy tales, oh, mice are helpers. Absolutely. It's why I have such a hard time when I am in an apartment and I see a mouse, because I'm like, I need you to leave, but I cannot, I don't, I don't know how to make you leave. Oh. Because I want to do it gently. Yeah. Perhaps today we will bring up again. The mouse tour bus. I was going to say, if you would like a longer discussion about coexisting with mice, please uh, listen to Anatole. Indeed. We spend some time on it. Oh, boy. Here they are. And they, she decides, they are ready to pounce. But she's like, they're helpers. It's going to be great. And then this is the point where I'm like, this story has gone off the rails for me as an adult. <laughs> it's just my way, she said to the grownups when they came to kiss her goodnight and saw the mouse. In its cozy bed on top of her head? No. 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 This this is why you let the hairbrushing go so you can die on this hill. (laughs) Right here. Right now. Yeah. But no, her parents, well, clearly baffled. Yeah. Are are cool? Yeah. Yeah. I did wonder. There are sometimes you make a choice as a parent and you're like, oh, this is going to work itself out real quick and be a good learning moment and completely backfires (laughs) on you. Yeah. I also find it really interesting that they're always referred to as the grown-ups, not Mom parents. and dads. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know that it's, like, meaning anything. No. I just think it's it's a funny quirk. Yeah. I, I enjoy that. And so the next morning, she wakes up and there's more, more. mice. Although, how, how sweet and snug does he look in her little tangle? So happy. It kind of feels so like comfy. if it was the one mouse, maybe it'd be fine. Yeah, it'd maybe be super good. We name him. Yeah, he he'd be a friend. Yeah. She could share food with just the one mouse. Yeah, he's not going to eat um, much. Yeah, but then, but there's, there's a, there's a mouse 
right up on her, who is carrying a suitcase full of fairy tale books. Mouse-sized. Though he's still rather large. He's, I mean, he is the he, he is the largest mouse. And that's a large suitcase yeah. for a mouse. Yeah. It's almost the same size as him. And then down at the foot of the bed, there's two more mice with rucksacks. Who are so cute. They're so cute. They're yeah. so hopeful. And there, there is that moment when you think of her and the mouse snuggled up in her hair and the little rucksack. And you're like, oh, I see. Yeah. I see how Absolutely. they get you. That would be me if I had had longer hair. <laughs> that day, the girl, the doll, and all the mice went to school. Yeah. Like you do. Of course. With mice. You're not going to leave them behind. All along the way, they just pick up more mice. Which I also find interesting because often in stories, there's like, you either get house mice right. or wild mice and they are separate and never the twain shall meet. Didn't Beatrice Potter write a whole thing about the city mice and the country uh, mice? Indeed she did. Right. But like, we won't you know, be covering that one. No, it's far too classic. Um, <laughs> too classy for us. Uh, but like, it's usually either house mice right, who are being cute little tiny people who live in your house. And kind of helpers. Helpers are like they're, they're, they're getting their stuff from you. They're doing a thing. Yeah. Or it's like mice mice that live in the outside. Right. Who almost have a little bit more like rat feeling. Yeah. To like them. they're just, they're, you know, they, they are not tiny friends Mm-mm. who live in your house. And this one, it's just all the mice are mice, which yeah. I mean, is true. <laughs> It's interesting the way they're, like, climbing up the tangles of her hair. Yes. Like it's a little rope ladder. Yeah. They're all, like, scraining on up. And this is a good example where we're talking about, like, over the shoulders. You see a house, and she's walking, and the mice are climbing up her hair. Mm -hmm. And then there's two mice in the foreground just kind of, like, scoping it out. It looks like they're having a conversation about, like, ooh, that looks like a pretty choice place to live. The Fascinating. The house is a very, like, 70s, it's, modernized. Yeah, yeah and, it, like, the, the houses are, this, it's this it's, same yeah, it, like, house. It's a sub, subdivision. Oh, yeah. This is a suburban kid. Yes. Um, and so at school, all of the kids are like, whoa, how cool. And so they also stop brushing their hair in the hopes of starting their own mouse menageries but I don't think they, their parents let them get away with it. Well, and also two of them are boys and have more traditional boy-length haircuts, so you're just not going to quite get... It's it's a lot trickier with hair that long. Because also, when they're that age, that's just maybe what, what their hair like does. Anyways. Yeah. yeah. But they're, everyone's amused, and we're feeding the mice, and the mice are also eating her lunch. Well, that's the thing, is that it's lunchtime. This seems to be where the mother, her mother has... Drawn the line. Drawn the line, which is that she will not pack the mice lunch or make dinner for the mice. I am with Mama 100% on this one. This seems super fair. And so she is not getting a whole lunch. She's getting crumbs because she's got a lot of mice in her hair. Also, this is, I feel like, the first real time that her hair is starting to look rough. Yes. (laughs) I love the little one sitting drinking her milk. Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> like having a great time. I like the one with the cracker right on the top of her head because, like, wow, Just so many crumbs inside your hairdo. Uh, also, this begin. This is where you, where I begin at least to go. Where are they pooping? 
Yeah, I was wondering how long we were going to get through the book before (laughs) it came up. Because every time that we do, I'm like, "Mm, mice poop. They do pooping. And as a rodent-like thing, they just all over the bottom of their cage. And now, your hair. Just all those little tiny pellets. pellets. Presumably, most of them are shaking out as she walks. But either way, not great. Also, probably they pee. This ooh, will come up ooh. later. Do you know that rats' nests are one of like the most ideal historical finds? Yeah, because they grab everything, ah. lots of papers, letters, newspapers, and then they build it all up, and yeah. then they pee on it. And apparently, rat pee preserves work, preserves <gasps> works as like a pristine thing. So. They pull these out apart, and it's just preserved paper. That's very cool. Yeah. This came from me by another entertainment podcast. So, (laughs) trivia knowledge only, friend. Don't quote us for papers. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, and so I'd say this is soundly jerk move number one on the mice's part. Yes. They're mice. They could could forage. Also, she's eating a school cafeteria. There's a whole... Buckets yeah. of and like crumbs. Fair that they're not just like stealing the other kids' foods. Yeah, we're we're in fact willingly feeding yeah. the mice as the other kids, but but they could they could find some more sustenance that wasn't just her, her food. food. It's super yeah. lazy. Yes, and now on the next page, it's bath time, and we're not. It's not going well. There's so many mice in her. There's hair. so many more mice. I don't know why. There's one on her shoulder, and that was the one that, like, creeped me out. Really? Yeah. I, you know, these mice are never people mice. We mm. know, In the, the other mice books we have, they're, like, having tables and making chairs and doing... And these are just mice. mice. Yes. With accoutrement, but... And they're very cute. They're very cute. We're not pretending to be tiny people. No. We maybe have little mousy hands. Mm-hmm. That would touch you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, there's a reference that the mice tell her knock-knock jokes. Yes. And that's fun. And they're very sweet to baby. But they do not like the bathtub. We cannot swim, they chorused. Don't do it. We'll drown. And then, <laughs> I love this so much. That's silly, the girl said. All mice can swim. We learned it in our unit on rodents. <laughs> Because it's like, yeah, mice, they're, yeah. they're really good swimmers. They'd be great. And the um, the Mouse King is like, I, I, please stop. <laughs> no I enjoy it. And also I enjoy it. We'll overlook the name calling. You're like, All right, yeah. we maybe don't know what mice find offensive. <laughs> and then they do, but there will be no baths. It's just our way. They had learned this last part from listening to the girl. Mm. Tasting your own medicine, honey. Mm. Why is he the mouse king? Because he's the biggest. Yeah, but like, there's no... I think this is really the only true reference to him wielding any power or being the voice of the mice. I think it is. So, now, the girl agrees. Yeah. And, well, she becomes very dirty. She likes the mice. And this is fun because they're all in her hair and her hair is piled up. But it's in the shape of a house. Yeah. Took me a couple times of reading <laughs> to like. I really like. I I find the cheese storage distressing. I kind of love it. I mean, it's great, right? Um, this this and the next 
no, and like two oh, away. Right. Both remind me of drawings I used to do constantly. Oh. Which were not hair based, but were mouse based. Um, where I would draw these trees uh-huh. in flat, but they were like a mouse house. And so there was like a little pool in one of the branches oh. and there was the bedroom and there was like all of the like parts of a house, but they were like strewn through a tree. Right. That, the, the way you want yeah. to imagine, you yeah. know, animals living. And then I, I just, I really like the mouse on the hair swing. Do you notice that she and Baby have coordinating outfits often? Yeah, because there's a whole bit about how Baby looks just like her, just with no hair. Right. Like how she looked when she was a baby. Yeah. Uh, there's also a picture of Baby up on her wall, like a family portrait <laughs> of just it Baby. Very cute. Yeah, so they've set up a, yep. a palace. I do have a question. Okay. It had So it had secret passageways in the cheese cellar, as discussed. Um, yes. And a tiny circular moat. Yeah. No water. I think just... Oh, just uh, just a whoosh. Yeah, just it's a big whoosh around the okay. house, which I think is why it took me a while to realize it was truly a house. Ah. Because I kept seeing the... The whoosh. Yeah. Cool. Uh, and then she starts smelling, and everyone's like, at school, is like, yee. And she looks pretty rough. She does. And she's tired because they stay up all night. Telling knock-knock jokes. Because mice are nocturnal. They sure are. I do really love that even Baby tried to keep her distance, and Baby's in, like, a little red wagon that with she's a, pulling. With a very long rope. <laughs> yeah. Which, this was always a funny moment for me, because Baby is clearly just a baby doll, and yeah. we have projected a personality on it, but, like... The fact that you would project even that personality <laughs> is having problems with you. Like she knows. She knows yeah. it's no good. Oh, and the, it's it's the same kind of house shape, but it's looking heavy. So heavy. And there's so many more so many mice. mice. I've never counted, but I feel like every page there is a considerable increase of mice. Yeah. And I do like that it's, now it was as if the mice were in charge of the girl rather than the other way around. When has the girl ever been in charge of these I mice? I mean, yeah. But, like, it was a fun, it was a mm. fun, cool time. And but now she was she choosing was, it. Exactly. And now she is not choosing it. Um, now we get to some of my other big questions. Okay. Uh, like, how? So, oh, so this is, yes, this yes. is where the, she sleeps less well um, because she's scared of smooshing the mice. And they were nocturnal and they. They're just jerks at this point. Yeah. They're Terrible. telling baby complicated knock knock jokes. Um, and the girl was very tired. They're like um, running a college party in her hair. Absolutely. Like they're screening a film. It's a superhero mouse film. Oh, it's a close up of just the hair. Yeah. And, and the baby. mice in their luxurious party pad. Uh, but they've also got a swimming pool. These yes. mice who cannot swim. Oh, and a diving board. Yes. And a mouse doing a real nice dive. Uh, so, like, that was straight just a lie. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, it's a t- it's more like a large hot tub. Like a party of ten hot tub. That Five. dive indicates mm. that it's deeper than that. Okay. <laughs> you may bring up a valuable point there. Also, also, where did the water come from? How was it staying in, in the, the hair? Head? The only answers are extremely distressing. I think maybe we put a bowl in her hair. Maybe. 
Maybe. That's the only, like, logical choice I'm willing to accept. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all of my, all of my options are um, not, not for this podcast or really consumption at all. The, this, is, this book is really fun. It's very sweet. But you have to think really hard about not the practicalities of having mice live in your hair. Yeah. Because it is disgusting. <laughs> and we're drinking out of thimbles. thimbles. We've got popcorn. This is maybe, I guess, the time we're tiny people, but we're tiny asshole people. Yeah. Uh, baby is hanging out too. And not happy about it. No. She looks like that one friend who like has been parked in at the party and just wants to leave. So bad. But she knows like her friends who have parked her in are way too drunk to drive and she can't find their damn keys. <laughs> Whole baby backstory for you. Yeah. Um, so then, and now it's hard to get dressed. Because there's so many mice. Yeah. They don't like it when she pulls, I mean, she could have gone with like a zip up or something. I have down wondered shirt. that. But here we are. Uh, now the mice are playing volleyball and doing fencing. And also her whole hair structure has completely just collapsed. It's, yeah, into it's a, a disaster. You One see, of them is... Uh, Conquering a mountain? Yes. Uh, and, and playing poker. Pay- yeah, they're playing poker. And just generally having Hanging a about. great time. I do like the fencing. Do you think they are fencing with like hair made swords? I mean, they're the right color. Yeah, it feels. Yeah. I bet it's greasy enough. You can stick that thing into a sword. Yep. All right. Not, not dwelling. Yeah. Not dwelling. Um, On the dwelling. Now. Finally, much later than I would have guessed, her teacher puts her foot down. Because even if her parents were like, you know what, it'll work out. We're not doing it. We can't fight it. We've made a mistake maybe in the past. And And now we've got to, we're just, we're just riding this train. We're just, this is the bed and we've made it and we're sleeping in it. Yeah. But like, how did the school not bring this up? Also, boo on the parents for making the teacher actually be... The heavy yeah. on this one. Yeah. You at least scapegoat the teacher. <laughs> you at least be like, they'll never let you. They won't let you. Yeah, yeah. You'll be in so much trouble. We can't. But the idea that the teacher is actually the one. That's... Yeah. I mean, I think she's gone about it the correct way. Rather well, yeah. than being like, the mice can't come back. It's baby can't come because you have too many friends for nap time. <laughs> also, who still has nap time? Right. I... Do, do you know of a kindergarten class that still does nap time? Please no. let us know. Because I'm not even sure they're kindergarten. I would have pegged them more in like a third grade yeah. kind of. And it's I find it a little bit also related but not super. Is that she's the only one that you see with a toy. Yeah. well, Like and- she's always got baby. Always. She carries baby as many places as she can. Yes. Baby is always here. And none of the other kids Mm, ever have. have their comfort item exactly which is you know everyone yeah interacts with that sort of thing differently i'm not trying to say like it's weird or bad i just find it interesting the teacher has to be the one to put her foot down we are doing some super basic arithmetic on the chalkboard maybe it is earlier elementary yeah. school but i'm still it still doesn't feel kindergarten it no. still doesn't feel right all right anyway anyways so many mice too many mice just so many mice. And they can keep coming back for nap time, but baby cannot. 
And I think this is the first time like baby really looks like it. Like a baby doll. Um, like a per like a tiny active person mm. opposed to just a baby yeah. doll that we've created some funny expressions with just yeah. staging. But this one is the first like baby doll's like so me or them. Boop, boop, boop. <laughs> And the, like, cathedral of mice on her head. Oh, gosh. You can see how the house was once there, but it's, it's sort of laughs. disintegrating, yeah. I do love this line. Dear hairless baby had been the girl's best friend since she herself had been <laughs> hairless and, and a baby. baby. I do love the number of times that we refer to the fact that baby has no hair. I mean, but part of it is, like, the biggest thing we know about this girl is her hair. hair. Yeah. So. I just, I oh, find I it charming. I love it. Yes. And I feel like this is maybe the most true hairdo on the next page. I, As the mice yeah. begin to leave and they have all come out of the hair and are, are mostly have come out of the hair and they're all like sitting around her bedroom and wow, that so is many. too many mice. The, I'm just, I really like mice. This is too many mice. There is something like 50 to 60 mice on this page. Yeah. Too many easy yeah no thank you although while i'm with you this is the most accurate it suddenly seems like it's gotten to a weird bog i think it's all because it got all matted up into the house uh, and i think it's just sort of like a terrible clump hanging on the back of her head yep that's probably the most accurate <laughs> messy hairdo as the mice uh, begin to vacate and how large is the king mouse he's very large he that is always a little unsettlingly large. Yeah. That night, so she's like, wow, gotta have baby. So that night, she bids them farewell. And has a very, this is a very... It's a calm talk. She's just like, hey man, this was great, uh, but I need to take a bath, and I need to go to sleep. And eat. And eat some food, and have my hairless baby. <laughs> and like all good mice, they understood. And this is one of the few times we kind of come truly back to like a good fairy tale mouse. Yeah. It's just trying to be a helper. Yep. Uh, and then the mice, so then they leave with all their luggage and their cheese. And they sing a little song. I hate this stupid song. I do love that she is like, this is a very bad song. Okay. That, <laughs> well, true. But you still have to say it. You And you have to say it out loud. Yeah. And fine. I mean, we're here, so yeah. why not? Oh, girl who wouldn't brush your hair, thank you for letting us live there. We're on our way. Our work is done. We'll find a new head to live upon. And you're like, that, I get, kind of rhymes, but not really. And you're just yeah. like, what? What, the, what, am I what is to the say? tune? <laughs> and... As, as the non-musical parent, I already don't love when there's a jingle in the story, but this one was like, hell? Yeah. But then it is followed by the mice who are more clever with knock-knock jokes than with songs, as it turned out. And truth be told, they weren't very good at knock-knock <laughs> jokes, which I appreciate, because I got partway through that song and was like, oi, oofa-doofa, essentially. <laughs> was my, like, oh no. Right. That's not a great song. Jake, our illustra yes. illustrator, loves perspective. Yeah. Because all the way on the right-hand side of the page is like a seven-inch mouse 
followed by, by the time you wind the whole line back, we're to a half-inch mouse yeah. on her shoulder. It's just really, I really enjoy his use of that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although, one thing we didn't talk about, we, other than the king mouse, we've never tried to make one look any different than the other. No, they're all just mice. Mice. Which I think is also one of the other reasons it feels more... Mm. That you, you aren't, like, finding your friend who's like, there's the tubby mouse, and there's the mouse who wears a hat, and there's right. the mouse who likes apples, and there's the mouse, yeah. And there's not like, oh, it's like a little family, and we get to know that... Yeah. Nope, just Just mice. mice. Many mouse. Many, many mouse. <laughs> so then we, uh, when yeah. all the mice were gone, the girl took a long, soapy bath and shockingly did not have to shave her head. Right. This, I feel, is um, extremely misleading <laughs> because she's having a nice time brushing her own hair. Mm-mm. And that is not how any of this would have played no. out. And I really think at this point, shaved a head. There's, like, there's no coming back from that. Because as a seven-year-old girl who is known for her long, wavy hair, I can see how a buzz cut would be extremely distressing. Emotionally upsetting, yes. Like the time that my friend Nick cut our friend Tina's hair, and she ended up with an extreme mullet. Because oh. <laughs> he took the... He took the Scissors, and yeah. he took the, like, right on top of her head and just, like, shwamp right off, right near the scalp. What was the occasion that he was... Hairdresser. Oh, just gotta learn... Playing hairdresser. Sure. We're not drunk or... Oh, no, no, they were, like, six. <laughs> no, eight. Okay, I was imagining... Seven or eight. ...much more as a 18-year-old uh, No, no, 18-year-old. no, okay. children. Uh, Perfection. eight. Because the punishment was that he had to cut off his rat tail. (laughs) And I had a rat tail because Nick had a rat tail. And I didn't have a rat tail until I was about eight or seven. So, yes, he must have been about eight. All right. Uh, Anyway, so she has an extremely easy time brushing her hair out. And I understand how... Now in the storytelling is not the time to be like, and then we spent four days soaking her head in oil and conditioner yep. and like having screaming fights about brushing so, yeah. the tangles out. Cause you, you literally start yeah. two inches she's, long, uh, but she's wearing her little mice pajamas. Yeah. And so is baby. So is baby. And we have a picture of one mouse of the mouse representative mouse. Yeah. Because they were, they were a fun time before they were a disaster. Yes. What a great story to be able to tell in the future. So, there's always this moment. Um, then she kissed Baby, leaned back, closed her eyes, and began to dream. And I've always gone and... Was mm. this all a dream? Did this happen? Because what parents let a colony of mice <laughs> live in their toddler's hair? <laughs> Yeah. And then the next day, hmm. I have more. Mm, yes. Oh. Ooh. Okay. To, for, to run my theory just a okay. little longer. We've talked about the fuzziness of the page. Yeah. I just randomly turned to one of her at school. And then does this page feel where she's brushed her hair and put them into two beautiful braids feel slightly sharper? Maybe slightly. Like maybe we've woken up from a 
fantastic I'm, dream. The All right. Just start it out there. I, yeah, I like it. And like the colors are, it's certainly a very sharp contrast from yeah. the previous page. And I like it as a theory, but I don't know if it's what we were actually going for. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna kick it around. But you, but I can see it because it works well for like that kind of story, like fairy tale storytelling, especially because, like, obviously this would not happen. And then to to push the theory just a little bit longer, uh huh. We go to the very beginning where she does her whole routine of the bath and Uh the turban, and then she begins to dream. Uh And then we find the mice in our hair. And then we take it all out, we brush it, and we begin to dream. Okay. I do like that. I also like it because it's one of those, like, it was all a dream, but. But. Moments. Because here, she, so she goes to school the next day, and she's brushed her lovely long hair, and she's put it into braids, and they've got bows on them. And everyone's. Adorable. Surprisingly impressed by pigtails with braids. It's fine. It's fine. Um. Well, if she was wearing mice, a hundred mice in her hair. True, then, she was very smelly and t- terrible. Yeah, for I imagine a while. she looked like a huge makeover <laughs> before and after. But in the background, off to the side, is another girl who lived next door to the girl who wouldn't brush her hair, who's deep in argument with a couple of mice dangling from the ends of her wild pigtails. And so it's one of it's a little bit. If you go with the dream theory, it's one of those like, you know. It was all a dream, but then you get like one little hint of like the magical fairy thing like actually happening. Like a little flower blooming in the night kind of thing. Okay. But (laughs) your comment about Avery's pigtails and then looking at this little girl, I'm like, yep. Uh, Yes. Very familiar. (laughs) I know those pigtails. Yeah, it looks, I don't. I don't know that the mice will have as much success in this girl's pigtails. No. They are significantly shorter and finer. Less, yeah, less voluminous. Yeah. And she looks not super pleased by the mice no, dangling I from her pigtails. <laughs> I don't know that she's read as many uh, fairy, tales. fairy tales about how mice are good helpers. Yeah, no, she's definitely got some clenched teeth going she's on. like, oh God, why? Please make them leave. <laughs> and that's the story. That's it. Yeah. And then the end papers, which are the design of the mouse pajamas. Yep. With the mice just doing a little a little run. A little scamper. Looking moving more like mice than they usually do. Yes. These are some rather upright yeah. mice. Well we've talked about yeah. them not being tiny people mice. <laughs> so the biggest thing from this book is don't think about it too hard. <laughs> And it's not because it loses, like it loses the thread, or like it gets, yeah, no. It's just all of a sudden like, but the poop. Where Where are are they going to the bathroom? Is this like their one moment of being kind to her? But (laughs) they eat in her hair constantly, all the time. Cookies, crackers, popcorn, Popcorn. so much popcorn, cheese. Cheese. We store cheese in In her hair. In the part that you like. It's at the back of her head, so she would be, like, lying down. It gets real warm back yeah, there. Yeah, I was just thinking about how warm that back of gets. Small yeah. children sweat less. Mm. Some less. Some less. They can be super sweaty. Yeah, very damp. It's just... We don't... You know what? We don't need that. We've already done <laughs> this. We don't have to follow that track. We can be... In charge. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. We can self-censor. 
in the best way. <laughs> the experience of reading the book. It's nice. It's picking it up. It looks like it's going to be a, a much quick... smaller book than it is. No, it's it's pretty... it's got a, it's a fairly hefty read. I would say so. I I'm just kind of quick looking through. Yeah, like. Pages have anywhere between three lines and like six lines, and they're not quick little lines. Yeah, like there's there's a fair there's a surprising amount of story packed into this not very big book, which I think is where it also works really well that the illustrations are pretty focused. Yeah. So while there are a couple like fun things to catch later on, you don't you're not being distracted from the yes. words by looking for the cool fun no, Easter you, eggs. You, because there's, well, one or two, not many. Yeah. And, like I said, only other than the song that's supposed to be bad. <laughs> it's got a nice float. There's strong fairy tale vibes. Yeah. As we pointed each yeah, and every it, one of the, them out. Like, the, the feeling of the reading mm-hmm. feels a lot like the rhythm of a, story, a fairy tale. Yeah. Like, the way it's put together and the way that it flows and all that stuff. And it also kind of narrates from a distance. Yeah. The girl. Yeah. The grown-ups. Yeah. You know, no no one has a name in this except for Baby. Baby, who's named Baby. And the King Mouse. I have a problem with him being the King Mouse because he doesn't do anything other than... He's the, he's the, he's the mouth. He's the voice. The voice they of the mice. They only does it once. It doesn't, I, I feel like if you're going to reference it, you needed to hit it at least two more times mm. to feel. We needed to have more than just one decree. But the king mouse doesn't bother you. Not at all. All right. Well, it's, it's my, my axe to grind. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's a nice, it's a nice feel. And it does have a sort of, it's got that sort of dream feeling. You're right. Yeah. For being an odd premise, it doesn't feel kooky weird. It just no. feels like a story. It's it's kind of a odd little story. It's but it's also one of those like don't dwell too long. Uh, yes, if we think too hard about it, we will be upset. But if you don't, if you just it's, roll it, it's, it's kind a of lovely a fun time. Thing. Yeah, teaches a nice message. Yeah, about and I like that it's. I like that it's not. Like, the kids don't want to be near her because she's smelly, but we're not mean to her. It's bothering her Her. first before it's bothering Bothering other people. And that it's very much a, like, she's made this weird choice. Right. And so, and she's the one who decides that she's done with making that choice. It's not, like, prescribed or, like, she'll get in so much trouble. Because even the teacher isn't, like, you have to get rid of the mice or else. It's just... You can't have it's baby. It's got to be one or the other. This is too many friends. Yeah. Please fix it in the way that you see fit. And she could have decided to leave baby at home and keep the mice. If because she was, you know, if that was her jam. Because potentially next year she's going to have to leave baby at home anyway. Yeah. You got to eventually. Yeah. Although, boy, what I wouldn't give for nap time to <sighs> be consistent. Forever. I rediscovered naps my first year of college. I was like, this is glorious. We, it was a very sleepy day in the shop today. (laughs) We were all sitting around being like, oh no, oh no, it's time for, oh no, it's nap time. This sounds like an exit time to segue into the moral. Indeed. (laughs) 
Uh, the moral of the story is if your new friends are negatively impacting your mm. life, maybe you should reconsider your relationship. Maybe sometimes as a parent, that thing you think will be a good teaching moment completely blows up in your face. <laughs> Just because someone is nice and seems funny, you don't have to let them live in Crash your in hair. your... <laughs> in your place forever Ooh, ah oh no <laughs> am i mice <laughs> uh, i was about to say i don't think you'd have funny to be a mouse <laughs> <laughs> it's true i have very few knock knock jokes avery is very disappointed Yes, yeah, the girl does love a good knock-knock joke. In case you were confused during all that, I think it does still live in my basement. <laughs> one day I'll leave. Probably. Presumably. Surely one day. <laughs> like, I guess even if you die, we'd eventually have to In a dark day. I mean, Casper would help. One by the time. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, it would take a while. He's got the robot feeder, and I just filled it up. So. Oh, yeah. I mean, presumably after enough days of you not moving your car, we'd be like, something seems wrong. Haven't heard the noises <laughs> that we usually hear from the basement. Have you heard the blender? We actually don't. We hear very little from you. I'm very quiet. Although, like a mouse. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think those were some good morals. Yeah. Uh, I, I was going to try and do one about... Just because you're nice to someone doesn't mean you have to continue to be... A, like, there's a difference between being nice and being a pushover. Yeah. But I think you may have done them and summed them up pretty well. Yeah. All right. Uh, next week. What are we reading next week, Annika? Next week, we're reading a book which is sort of a comic book called Fred uh, from my childhood. All the ASMR. It's by Posey Simmond, and it's about... A funeral for a cat, but it's good and funny, mostly. That's not our first cat book, is it? No. Surely not. Cats? Not Josephine. Have you seen Josephine? Have you seen Josephine? Okay, yes. <laughs> and there's a cat in the hat, but... Yeah. Well... The, the, in <laughs> the book The Hat by John Brett. Yes. Not, I mean, there is a Jane cat Brett, in the yeah. hat, but... We are not covering that no. because everyone already has. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, like, we, you don't need our hot takes. You've got your own. <laughs> if you are interested in such material, please contact us about creating a Patreon for you. And we'll do the cat in the hat. Absolutely. We'll do it badly. We will take requests. Ooh. Actually, you guys could maybe just throw out I mean, also, requests. if you have a request, please let us know. We would love to do that. You Engagement! Could, yes, you could tag us, perhaps with your suggestions, on our Instagram, which is at Peter Rabbit Hole on Instagram. I always want to do a dot com, and there's not one because it's Instagram. So you could email us at thepeterrabbithole at gmail.com or... Can you contact through the website or can you, you just... Can. Oh, there's there you actually, go. there's a form and you can contact us at the website where you can also find, hopefully, imagery from the book as well as the connection to the super cool 
fairy tale architecture. Indeed. And possibly a picture of Annika with a mushroom cut. Again, just for fun, for fun. Uh, I'm wondering if I should get a picture of my mushroom cut. Yeah. Twins. <laughs> Anyways, you can find all that and more at www.peterrabbithole.com. Anyways, thank you for joining us for this very rusty episode. Hopefully we'll, we'll be back on making them regularly. So much to edit out. You're welcome. Future Katie. So good. Maybe we actually will make it next week. Wouldn't that be fun? great yeah it is a good book it's a good book i don't know i haven't it's a good book wait was it you always say when it's my choice like i can't wait <laughs> <laughs> can't wait yeah oh we should end this before we just keep labbering truly okay bye <laughs> <laughs>